They were, I didn't know you guys were waiting on me. I was like waiting on you. Oh, really? Yeah, we were just sitting here chit-chatting. I usually try to stay out of it when people are like, are we going? Are we not going? And I just, oh, I'm, I'm ready. You cool. guys, it's really good to see you. You too. It's been a minute. Yeah. We've done this a bunch, so like it's, I feel like I've been on the ride with them since the beginning, and they just released album number 10, so please. I gotta say, like if we were closer, I'd high five. You fucking smashed it. Thank you. That album is, it is sensational. Thank you. From beginning to end. So from a fan's point of view, it feels like you came full circle. Like it, and I love that you named it Cold War Kids because it's very grounded in who you are and what your DNA is. And so it feels like you came full circle to where you started, but as wiser versions of yourself. So, Perfect. Yes? Yeah. Yes, I love yeah. when I nail something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just to get things started, tell me about Cold War Kids from your perspective and how you feel today. Man, I feel really good. I actually... Um, uh, I dropped my kids off at school today and then after that listened to the whole album like on my phone driving and I was really happy. I was really like emotional. I was, um, uh, and I got a text from an old friend of mine that was just like, congratulations, this is so amazing. And he was, uh, and he was like, this is your London calling. And I was like, Ooh, it, it, like it's it just time. was. I, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like, and he's an old, kind of insane guitar player, punk rocker friend. And I just was like, "Oh, like, yeah." I, 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 I like. I, so I, you like it? I, I, <laughs> You're happy. I'm happy. I'm really happy. Yeah. Matt, what about you? I'm very excited. To, I'm very excited to, to play live. Yeah. We, yeah, we yeah I can't. We wait. haven't. We haven't tour. We haven't done a tour in. Almost four years, like our tour. We've, yeah, we've opened for other people, but well, this is going to yeah. be spectacular. So, some of the how I want to describe it to people, if you haven't heard it, it just came out. So I don't, you know, take your time with it. I listened to it last night, but then I listened to it on my drive this morning. Take my advice, just press play, because it comes at you and it is self-aware. It's revelatory. It's it's like it sounds like people that did a lot of work, and they're. They've learned a lot of lessons. I found myself listening to that record. Like some of the things that you say are so relatable from such a higher self point of view. So were you allowing yourself to be extra vulnerable or yeah, just give me, give me something. Cause I, I just don't, I just spent time with it this morning and I was wondering where you two were when you wrote it. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, this phase of, of you know the record came out today and not having done you know done little press things here and there and I I, I feel like um one of the things I've learned over the years is is to follow like a feeling more than like in a like a set agenda okay. and so I think um, I I think one of the best things about this whole process of um, releasing music and getting to perform and tour and everything is that like um, other people's opinions about it are in in many ways more inform me more um, you know I can't really articulate it I think um, and uh, but yeah I mean I, I just know that it feels very true for me it feels very like true for the band and where we're at and um 
and uh, we've released so much music, and we had come off of doing the the New Age Norms one and two and three, and pandemic, and all these, you know, different phases and um, and different ways that we've worked. Um, and this one, I wanted to take more time with, and that's really hard to do um, to to wait um to release music i love the high of like finishing a song and wanting to get it out into the world and that's a great feeling but um i think with this one it was like let's just let's really wait for a complete album that says all these things and um yeah i don't but but i love the question you're asking of yeah, just yeah, like yeah. what was what's the sort of like what's the deeper um the themes and yeah, motiva- yeah. um or where I don't know. you're at. Yeah. All right. So I, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I don't think I've ever done this with a band, but lyrically, this album is this album is sensational. And I keep saying that not because they're in front of my face. I don't think I would. You've known me long enough. I, I, I'm just a very honest person. I picked some lyrics that I love, and I want to talk about the perspectives that got you to the lyrics. So we're just going to name a lyric, and then we'll talk about them. But Run Away With Me is the one that we play on K-Rock. Right now, hopefully we'll play a lot more, but there's a line that says, it's so simple, it says, I'm most alive when I'm wild and free, and yeah. And I want to know the perspective behind that. Like, what made you write that? Yeah, um, so that song was very much came about, like in the studio, early pandemic. Um, it was very, the most bummer time, especially, I think, you know, for, for the whole world, um, for musicians, when there was the, I just, you know, the, whoever put the idea into the world of like, I don't know if, artists will ever tour again you know and and, and like terrible and like, idea oh my god like <laughs> um, felt terrible it felt in, in every way it was just like okay and i feel like a lot of a lot of artists that i'm a fan of like release like very serious and minimal um work during that time um uh, because they're either producing it themselves or um and 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 taking on i think a, a lot of the the despair of that moment and i just my reaction to that was very like yeah i don't want to make a really sad and like small record i want it but i want it to be still should reflect the moment and be true and and so i feel like that song run away with me was very like we're listening to like a lot of the stuff that we have always loved, but like Bowie records, seventies, uh, like Young Americans, Station to Station, Bowie uh, records, Sly Stone, yeah. stuff that's like just very um, kind of badass and has a lot of swagger. And that and and Run Away with Me, I think, kind of came out of some of that. And and yeah, a feeling of like escapism and and abandon and like um, like uh, just. Yeah, okay. not giving a okay. shit. No, that's a good one. Matt, would you still want to do what you do if touring weren't on the table? If it were just like recording and releasing, would you still want to do this? I don't think so. <laughs> that's a great idea. Uh, yeah. No. I love playing live. I think uh, the band really comes alive when we're all together, like okay. in, front of, in front of people. And, and the, the call and, of the road. Yeah, yeah it's one. a real thing. All right, this one's from Double Life. Uh, and I think that a lot of people think that what they do is just super glamorous. Like, they just get to be rock stars. But really, this lyric in Double Life says, sing my songs, bang my head, rush me home, back to bed. A lot of times you're normal people, which people forget. But tell me about that line. Yeah, uh, kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I feel like... Uh, you're living a double life. Yeah. 
in that there's something when, because we know where music's going and even like you know that it's you know we want to get it played on k-rock and it's yeah. like but there's something that feels unique about this time and like um and uh i don't know i feel like there's like a larger like a sort of middle class of of musicians than ever like when we grew up and loving the u2s rems depeche modes and the cures and all the guys that you guys are have introduced us to um we're so big and and now i feel like there's a lot of uh, artists like us that are sort of like um st- you know, releasing a lot of music and working really hard and, and, and in many ways are very successful, but also like we're still we're still grinding, yeah. you know, and like and having a family while doing this is like it's it's insane. It's so insane. I, I think that's what double life is. Do you love you two so much? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm, Understatement. I'm, I'm wearing this in hopes that someone gives me a sphere ticket. That's what I was about to ask you. That's what I was about to ask you. I can't you. afford. They're too. They're too yeah. expensive. In all honesty, though, you know, so, you can get into this show. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. That, was, okay. that was just that was just a joke. Yeah. Have you have you been yet? If not, no, when I, do you plan to go? I have uh, a lot of friends have gone. I'm waiting till December for some reason. Christmas. I want it's a Christmas to, gift. I want them to refine the show because I want to see the. Yeah, because the sphere's just not good enough. Yeah, I just I, I had some friends that went to the first couple of shows and, and like they said they're 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 working out the kinks and I want to see it when it's like dialed dialed. Do you think that you guys will ever do something like that? Do you want to do something on that scale where it's like a sphere like show? Like, does that excite you to think about? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard. That's Very that's much. a hard yes. One thing yeah. we've never talked about is so in a relationship. Um, Two people bring energy to the table, and that's what forms the dynamic. And I don't think we've ever discussed your dynamic. I've sat with you guys so many times, and you go so way back. So like any relationship, I'm sure there's ups and downs. Tell me about your journey together in Cold War Kids and as friends outside of it. Well, I think the first thing, the the first conversation we ever had was like uh, probably 01. And we kept, we were in college, we kept talking about uh, Blur 13 record. We were obsessed with that record, you know, and uh, I think you have the tattoo of one of the songs. Oh, yeah. Tender. Tender. And uh, that was our, that was like the first conversation that I remembered actually having with Nate. And, and we agreed on that. Okay. That record is so perfect and weird and wacky. And uh, that's a good foundation. That's the foundation. Yeah. That's the foundation. Most was wearing bondage pants. And uh, probably the exact same shoes. Maybe the exact same <laughs> shoes. It looks like they've, they've been lo- they've been loved. Oh yeah, I, I got these on Portobello Road in London in 1999. Yeah, and but you know, they're still standing. I applaud I've ne- you. I've never polished them. So uh, tell me about ups and downs, like every relationship. I'm uh, sure you hit some yeah. points of disagreement. I mean, I think it's uh, man. How do I summarize so much? Um, we. Uh, I think from our from the start of our band we we just to to even like imagine that we would exist in 20 years is so far fetched that like um it's, uh, it's started in a way that it is just so um yeah I don't know so like we're very serious about it and then also um I think we're very serious about not taking ourselves that seriously do you keep each other humble? Like, like we've, uh, maybe. Uh, I think we like. I think we've doubled down on our seriousness so much that we, there's an under like we're like brothers. Like we both have older brothers that are exactly the same 
like in years above yeah. us. And I think that like over the years we've become less, less, uh, like we're more brothers than we are to our own to brothers. Our blood brothers, got it. Yes, and it's. I think that we're like the exact same age. We're like a month and a half apart. I think there's like an understanding that is just uh, there's a there's a weird unwritten code. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because um, we're very we're very different um, and and very similar. Like very, uh, Moss has always been like a um, devoured so much art and, and and is such like a he lives his whole life as like curating everything around him and um, and I I get so much um, inspiration from stuff that he's introducing me to at all times. Whether that's like years of I mean, he's always been a, a visual designer um, first, and um, and uh, the way that he thinks about all art and music, and it's it's a really strange. Um, uh, I how do I say? It? It's like with with writing music and. Um, wanting him to like things and knowing that there's an aesthetic that is so like abstract in ways and what he likes he likes like terrible sounding <laughs> live recordings from the 70s of punk bands that never got released that sound like the worst is the better like he's all vibe he loves the energy and um and at the same time that's full of like contradictions like he loves like a a good melody a massive sounding you know yeah. the the you most too. Yeah. yeah yeah but then i have you know i bought the most expensive version of future nostalgia that was available because i love dua lipa so i want i want the hundred dollar record of that got one. it so got it's it. like I'm, but then i listen to very like, complicated you know, yeah. guy yeah but but whatever whatever dynamic it is uh it works yeah, it works, and it's a it's a beautiful thing. Um, I want to get you guys and and these ones music, but if you could go back, I've been asking a lot of artists this, and it's interesting because there's there's like a common thread in the answers, and I think it's important for people to hear your answers. If you could go back and tell yourselves at the very beginning of when you started this, if you could impart some wisdom to you twenty years ago, what would you say to yourself? Uh, don't turn down the Coldplay tour. <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn down the Oasis tour. <laughs> Which, those are both true. It hurts, right? I felt that. Those are that. both true stories? Yeah, we made dumb choices. We, you I mean, turned down in the Oasis? First, yeah, we were, I mean, those first, oh my God. I mean. Let's not even get into the why. We'll come back yeah, for part two one day. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so what would you say to yourself? Oh, yeah. Same thing? Um, yeah, uh, man, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think like balancing the like, um, we've toured so much and, and we're so fried and, um, and also just like, just do it because certain things will never happen again, yeah. um, is so hard to balance that stuff. And, um, and, uh, uh yeah, it, it, we just didn't have any concept of like the big, big world of music. Right. Like I think, um, w we still. I grew up in Anaheim. He grew up in Ontario area. Like we went to shows at like Showcase Theater and and the Glass House and places out there. Like those were the only. That's the only music I had ever seen. I had never seen a. Um, when people talk like, oh, I, I was a teenager and I saw, you know, Prince at the Forum or something. Yeah. I never knew the Forum existed. I did, I didn't. My world was like this big. I never knew about 
like we didn't listen to or know about big artists that were performing anywhere. Um, we just listened to like so whatever was in your little bubble. Yeah. Yeah. So. What's the takeaway? Um, so the takeaway would be like just to venture out more. I don't know. I don't know. You've got to tell me what advice would you give yourself? A lot of the artists that I spoke to said, just chill. Don't be such a dick. And <laughs> most people, most of the artists, because I just did it at a festival and they all said I would tell myself to stop being such a dick and I would wow. tell myself to s- trust the process. I'm going to flip that and say we... Uh, I think even part of Moss and our friendship and the band as a whole and everything, like I I think we come from like a very humble, um, like earnest type of uh, personality. I I actually wish we were like (laughs) tougher. You know what I mean? Like if we were more ambitious and more, and, and, and more like not asking for forgiveness, but just doing right. Um, Nobody's going to accuse Commanding. us. Uh, no one ever is going to accuse us of being dicks. Okay. Um, <laughs> Never. It, it, like, <laughs> because, and, and in some ways, like, to our own, you know, detriment, like, yeah. we probably should have been more... Um, uh, j- I like yeah. to say commanding instead of dick. Yeah. Like I would just command, you know, my situation more because I, you know, I understand the being like, okay, whatever. I'm sure I'm the nice person, but commanding. Yeah, and, yeah. and that that that's the part of why I'm just so grateful that we get to still do this because we learn about yeah. like, oh my god, like say what you want and go for it and don't apologize, you know. And uh, I think for so long we were sort of just like. Uh, like little guys in a in a, a little nervous to to say what we wanted and get what we wanted and um it's hard yeah. you know but I am glad I I am very glad that um because I I you know we we learned the uh, from other people like um yeah I, we don't like we don't like people who are you don't, jerks you also don't like big <laughs> uh, we just never responded to that energy Good. like a, a aggression and and um I always I always want to be like. Liam Gallery, but it just it would be yeah. awful. It would be awful to try to be that because it, yeah. it wouldn't come natural. But I love that. We man. love we that love character, but it's it's not him. in our nature. And and in a lot of ways, like it comes back to our start. Like I think we're fans of music first, um, and a lot of artists are like, I know what I want, and I don't tolerate any, you know. And and I I feel like we've always loved those artists, but it's not really who we are. Right. Like it's not. Um, we grew up different yeah no you still get to love those artists i want to leave you with um one of the lyrics from the new record which i think is very important today specifically because i don't know if you've noticed but the world is losing its mind um it's from blame and it says the closer we get to tragedy the more i feel like i'm truly blessed and these days you turn on the news you look around and like i said the world is losing its mind and you we have the audacity to complain sometimes, but we're, we're really blessed. Like, we're here with the Cold War Kids Friday afternoon, and they're about to do a very intimate set set for you. Uh, you guys, honestly, this record is phenomenal. It is, Thank you. It is phenomenal. Thank you so much. I can't wait for you to get to you 2 at the Sphere. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's going to blow your fucking mind. I'm going to go at least twice. At Listen, least twice. and honestly, if you can't get good tickets, like, call me. I know people, Ooh. too. For Kay. sure, she'll sneak you in. Kay. For sureies, for yeah, sure-sies. we know we can we can pull some strings okay. around here. Okay, thank yeah. you guys for the years and years of just friendship and and songs that you've given K Rock. Hell yeah, we appreciate thank you. you. Thank you. And so you guys, much. I'm gonna shut the fuck up, Woo. and I'm gonna get out. All right. <laughs>